Sefer Bereshit, Parshat Vayera, on visiting the sick and welcoming guests. Parshat Vayera takes us on an enormous series of adventures. From the announcement that Sarah and Abraham will bring forth Yitzchak in their advanced age, to the story of Lot, to the destruction of Stom and Amorah, and Abraham's righteous protest of it, of course, to the casting out and saving of Hagar and Yishmael, to the binding of Yitzchak and resulting blessing of Abraham and his descendants. The name of this Torah portion, Vayera, or, and God appeared, comes from the under the radar story at the section's beginning, in which God appears to Abraham, and so do three mysterious men. The Lord appeared to him by the turbans of Mamre. He was sitting at the entrance of the tent as the day grew hot. Looking up, he saw three men standing near him. As soon as he saw them, he ran from the entrance of the tent to greet them and bowing to the ground. He said, my lords, if it please you, do not go on past your servant. Friends, it might seem as if not much is going on, but our rabbis identify two important and highly relevant mitzvot, Bikur Chalim, visiting the sick, and Hachnasat Orchim, welcoming guests. You see, the rabbis interpret Parshat Fiyeh as picking up where the previous Parsha, Lech Lecha, left off, with the circumcision of Avraham and all his household. Avraham, in this reading, is still recovering from that Brit Milah, from that circumcision. The Talmudic tractate, Bava Metzia, relates that day was the third day after Avraham's circumcision. And the Holy One be blessed, came to inquire about the well-being of Avraham. The mitzvah to visit the sick then is demonstrated directly by God here, as the rabbis explain. The Talmud then says in Masechet Sotah, just as HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the Holy One be blessed, visits the sick, as it is written with regard to God's, God's appearing to Abraham following his circumcision, and the Lord appeared unto him by the terebrims of Mamre, so too should you visit the sick. Halachta bedrachav, we should emulate the divine. And our second mitzvah at hand here, welcoming guests, is exemplified by Abraham, who says to the strange messengers, let a little water be brought, bathe your feet, and recline under the tree. And let me fetch a morsel of bread that you may refresh yourselves. Then go on, seeing that you have come your servant's way. Genesis goes on to say, Abraham hastened into the tent to Sarah and said, quick, three sayers of choice flour, knead and make cakes. Then Abraham ran to the herd, took a calf, tender and choice, and gave it to a servant boy who hastened to prepare it. He took curds and milk and the calf that had been prepared and set these before them, and he waited on them under the tree as they ate. 
Friends, notice that there's competition for Avraham's attention here. First, God appears to Avraham, paying the honor of visiting him in his recovery. Then, in the very next verse, Avraham literally runs to greet and bow down to the strangers. It says, as soon as he saw them, God's presence never leaves. Yet Avraham abandons God's presence and bolts towards the guests. Our 12th century sage, Maimonides, justifies Abraham's confusing hierarchy of priorities in his Mishnah Torah. He writes, the reward for escorting a stranger is greater than any reward. It is a practice introduced by our father Abraham, a way of kindness which was habitual with him. He served food and drink to wayfarers and escorted them. Hospitality to wayfarers is greater than welcoming the divine presence. As it is written in our parsha, Maimonides quotes, he saw three men, he ran to meet them. Escorting them is even greater than receiving them. The sages have declared, anyone who does not escort his guests is almost guilty of bloodshed. Maimonides notes that this rabbinic commandment falls under the biblical mitzvah, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Later in this parsha, we see the destruction of Sodom, which the book of Ezekiel attributes to the city's refusal to support the poor. Tractate Sanhedrin puts a finer point on it, showing how Sodom's behavior was the exact opposite of Abraham's treatment of his guests. It says, the people of Sodom said, we have everything that we need. Why do we need travelers? as they come only to deplete our wealth? Come, let us cause the proper treatment of travelers to be forgotten from our land. Friends, before the COVID-19 vaccine, we couldn't properly visit the sick and we weren't able to do so in good conscience to welcome guests or visit the sick. Despite these challenges, we found creative ways to fulfill these commandments in a socially distant society. And as we've learned in the pandemic, visiting doesn't necessarily require being in the same room. Visiting can mean calling, Zooming, or any other effective means of reaching out. Still, pandemic-induced isolation is a reminder that being a chole, a sick person, is not only about the body, but also about the mind. Just as we're called to visit those with illnesses, we additionally have a responsibility to reach out to those facing the adverse effects of loneliness and the like. Similarly, we have a duty to visit those who are struggling with their mental health. Another application of visiting the sick is to tend to their needs on a systemic level. Bikur Cholim is an interpersonal mitzvah of caring for the sick, but we ought to go beyond the letter of the law, lifnim mishurat and make illness a more humane problem society-wide. In addition to the personally taking care of and visiting people, we should advocate for universal access to healthcare so everyone has medical needs met. Those in need of urgent treatment should not have to consider the financial cost of care. Our friends living with chronic illnesses should not have to worry about overpriced prescription drugs, for example. And hospitals should be staffed with enough chaplains who are able to do the difficult but impactful work of sitting with individuals in their illnesses. The goal of this mitzvah 
after all, is that people feel less alone in their suffering. In Mesechet Nadarim, the Talmud teaches that anyone who visits an ill person takes from them one sixtieth of their suffering. Here is an example of the wonders that mitzvah did for me on a personal level. Years ago, I had a major surgery, kidney transplant. I remember the pain being alleviated by the people visiting me in the hospital. The joy of seeing them truly reduced my suffering. The mental lift had a major influence on how I physically felt. One child, a Satmar Hasidic boy, came in and gave me cookies to my personal benefit. They were not only kosher, but vegan. Some of my rabbis, including Rabbi Avi Weiss, visited and sang halal with me, prayed and sang with me. My wife, Shoshana, came and rubbed my arm, bringing me the deepest comforts of love, transporting my soul back home. In our culture, in which the phrase sending thoughts and prayers has become all but meaningless at times, we can look to the Jewish tradition to see that the outward sign of prayer is action. The Talmud teaches, anyone who visits the ill prays for mercy for, from God that he will live. Anyone who does not visit the ill does not pray for mercy for them. Inconvenience and discomfort threaten to prevent us from being the loving caregivers and gracious hosts we're commanded to be. But by looking to the compassionate creator showed to Avraham, and that Avraham showed to his unexpected visitors, we can learn how to make life just a little bit better for the vulnerable among us. Shabbat Shalom.